up? Welcome back, everybody. It's Cork Stats, powered by the Mayo Media Net here on YouTube, brought to you by Jock Market. It's an app with daily sports that you actually make money playing. Yesterday was another example, and really just a great example of why the game is so great. Download the app right now. Use the code MMN. They're going to match the first 100 bucks for free. If it's free, it's for me. Perfect example yesterday. We highlight the stacks every day. Sometimes you get some good, sometimes you get some bad, and when you play standard 10-team parlay DFS style, that's not good enough to pay the bills. And in jock market, I think I, it sounds silly, but like I think I made like 4 or 5% yesterday on my investment. Yeah, that's not really something you could do daily on these other apps, just being okay. Right? We weren't great, we had Brewers, they weren't good, we had Reds, they weren't good, but we had Marlins that were very good. The Cubs kind of soured us, we really might have had the whole top of the board, and that's what it's all about. So everybody... Please Please rate, review, and subscribe to the audio-only pod. Hit the like button and subscribe to the YouTube channel. You know, we're bringing it to you hot and heavy every day, Monday through Friday. The three pillars of profit, daily, DFS, and jock market. We go over to fantasy every day. We're doing something different that cannot be found anywhere else. That is the point of this show, to put you in front of the pack. Anybody could read the back of a baseball card. I don't understand why people pay for that stuff. And... More free, more me. Let's go get it, everybody. Today, on Tuesday, we're going to mine the advanced statistical leaderboard. I have access to some time, sorted stats, maybe not. Everyone else does to look for some gems, diamonds in a rough. It's been working all year. We were early on Vogelback. We were early on Drury. We were early on Jimenez. We were early on a ton of guys. And I think this is really the way to do it, right? With information being as ubiquitous as it is. So, everybody... All the nuance and the context that you only get when you hang in with us at the Mayo Media Net. Make sure you get up in the comments. Let Patty Mayo know how good of a job we're doing, how much fun you're having. I see it in the DMs. I absolutely love it. Super sharp people coming to me with new ways to apply the stuff we do here, which is the full gamut. I understand if you're fast-forwarding through a piece of it, everyone's really busy. But I like to think in 20 minutes or so, we are doing it all. So let's do the stack report. So this is Jock Market, please. Really, really great players go up at about 750 good to very good players at 550 and the rest go at let's say 350 to 4 if you're on the free promo and just looking to make it like I did I turned the free 20 bucks into over 3k just doing what we do here there are no jackpots you can't hit once and have it float you you got to do it every day making money being sharp there is no free squares here that just doesn't exist in jock market if something is popular the price goes up unlike DraftKings we're looking at Yankees righties against Spencer Watkins I mean listen I'm really not a chalk guy if you follow my work my bets usually have pluses in front of them we're betting Buccaneers we're betting you know Reds Buccos Buccaneers Pirates black and yellow baby regardless you know but we like to bet underdogs around here I like the plus money that's how you get paid I like the Tigers and the Pirates yesterday, guess what? One and one, but at plus 155 and plus 145, we still made a nice shot on that. See how the pricing really determines it? Not much of a chalk guy right now. The Yankees are sick. And this is the one kind of hole in that Baltimore pitching staff. They're pretty good. Got to go after Watkins. Career, 1,000 OPS to righties. 13 Ks this year, 12 walks. Not that good where I come from. It's Judge. It's Stanton. I'm going to be focusing more on Donaldson and Glaber Torres if and when they're playing, looking for the top of the sine wave. They're kind of starting to wake up. Judge and Stanton are, of course, going to be really, really expensive. But if you can get those guys at 650 or less, you know they have a pop to be the top returning player. 
on the slate. Next up, White Sox lefties against Brady, wedding singer for the Royals with cheese. He's back. I mean, I was a big single guy, and it could happen, but we haven't seen it since. 12 home runs to lefties going back to last year. Seven alone on the slider. You've heard me talk about individual pitches and how they work against single-handed hitters, and really you've seen that. Right where he's trying to come in on lefties. He's starting too far out to his same arm side. It's ending up in the middle. Those are ending up in the seats. So maybe we get some cheap White Sox here. Give me Yohan Mankata, Yasmani, Grandel, and Gavin Sheets. Right, Those are really great options. Also look to backfill if you're playing DraftKings. And remember, these also play as total base props. So we are just doing it all. Again, my own hat tip to you, Patty Mayo, for giving me the chance to give everybody the opportunity to have this fount of research. That's what it's all about. Who wants to be given a pick? And that's it. It's so silly. We want to understand the what and the why so we can be sustainable in our strategy over the long run. That's the whole point of this, man. You know, forget the fish and the fishermen. We want a culture of fishermen where everybody fishes so half of us can keep our feet in the air. Bing, bang. Let's do it, man. Next up, Tampa Bay Rays. Those flat fish of Florida. The righties looking to go, go up against Bo Brisky, who's not terrible. But again, we're expecting so much of these youngsters with these totals throwing him to the fire over and over and over again. Plus 900 X-slug on the fastball alone to righties. Two home runs per nine already year-to-date for Brisky. So we're looking at a Rosarena, Yandy Diaz, and Isak Paredes. Looked up that on the pronunciation guide. Gold star on the big nose for me. Next up, the Friar Tucks. We're looking for those Padre lefties against Zach Eflin, who I do like, but has struggled on the way back against those lefties. Really having trouble spotting it. Almost a 1,000 OPS year-to-date. We've also seen that in the past at points. So until he really gets right, I think we could be looking for, again, some cheap guys of Hosmer, Jerickson Profar, maybe even Trent Grisham. I've been noticing the pricing on Grisham a bit higher than I'd like. He's not so great. So keep an eye on the lineup placement. Again, big one there for jock market is plate appearances, right? The at-bats, I'm sorry, I should say, are worth a half a point. And since the scoring is on a standing system and they're so clustered together, a half a point could separate you from 15 people and be a tremendous differentiator. So I always want to stress that. So if you think you're in a position where you not only could have runs scored, but you have a good lineup spot, that's like a commodity that not everyone is maybe paying attention to, where your player can score then without producing. Right? You see how I kind of rock and roll, man. You always want to build yourself back doors. The way the betting market has been going lately for us, you can see why. We're going to talk about that in a while, and this is part of it. There's just no panic in this game. You can't fake this kind of funk. So that's our stack report. We're going to be looking at Yankees righties, White Sox lefties, Rays righties, San Diego lefties. Also, you know, you could follow me up on Twitter, MLB Moving Averages at MLB Moving AVG on the Bird app. All day, hit me up, make it a conversation. We'll talk about it. Whatever, I, I just don't have enough time. I have all these other commitments and stuff. You know, I have other small businesses or whatever, my own family and everything, other personal stuff. You know, it's a load sometimes, and I'm just trying to be everything to everyone. But I am trying my best. If you check out the sheet on Patreon, you don't have to pay. It's free. And I'm trying to do these player rankings with star ratings or even home run calls and little bomb emojis. We're really getting better every single day. Check it out. The links are always on Twitter. Again, everything is 100% free for you and me. All right, let's dive up into the fantasy landscape here. Again, this show has been changing. I don't want to be thought of as a flip-flopper, but the show is brand new, and I want to grab a footing into something that matters. This is a long season. 
marathon, not a sprint. And I think Monday was just a bit scrambled, trying to do too much information. So, again, I was kind of digesting it. I think yesterday went really well. All 30 teams, it was like a news and notes, injuries, call-ups, rosters, two starts, platoon report, the whole nine. Just a lot easier to do that. Tuesday and Wednesday, we're going to mine the advanced stat leaderboard. Tuesday is hitters. Wednesday is pitchers. Thursday, you get free agents. We do a 10, 12, and 15 team ad at every single position. I mean, right. And then Friday is the weekend. Look ahead again. Platoons, rosters, just every single thing that you could be looking for. Lefties and who you could start and sit in those NFPC Friday shots. I mean, again, just trying to do it all. If the show doesn't make it to the peak of the top of the very top of the zenith of the tallest mountain, man, it will not be for a lack of effort. We are going down with scars, bruises, black and blues, the only way that I would have it. I have a feeling if you listen to my stuff, you pretty much feel the same way. Let's dive up into the board. I got the graphic for you, trying to make it a little bit nearer, do a little bit better for every single week. Again, this has worked, so we're going to continue to do this. We have identified the players that have mattered off Offense is at a premium right now. So, again, I, I don't want to just read stats that you have access to. I have access to, you know, all the kind of nerdy stuff, but I time sort them. But also want to kind of explain some of them. So let's do some of it really quick and explain to you why I believe this has worked thus far. A lot of this is at the center of my work. If you've been following it all year, and it's been catching on. You can catch me every, you know, on VEASAN every single day. People are really just picking up what we're putting down. You could say you were part of the original Cork Stats crew. All right, reminding the X-Stat. Hit a leaderboard here. So first things first, on the left-hand side, don't worry, audio-only listeners, I got your back with the micro machine's mouth. You know what I'm saying? All right. We got the blast top. Okay. Again, I want to explain this very carefully. I was using the actual top of the leaderboard. I found that that, again, maybe was not the most helpful reading names we know are great and already owned. So I pulled out the top 20. I think this is top 20 names. I have to be 20 names in the top 40. Of blast rate, blast rate being the ideal subset of barrels, right? So I know this can be a lot, but fantasy baseball is a lot, and understanding this stuff will make you sharper than the average home league player, right? It's not to demean home league players. My home league dudes are mad sharp. They are razor sharp, but this is really the sharpest of the sharp when you're rolling with the big man. Come on, man. You know what I mean? It's, it's okay to be a little bit confident in yourself sometimes. So blast matters. Barrels have not mattered Alex Chamberlain, brilliant guy over Fangrass, the best you could follow, man. His pitch leaderboard is the nut hand. Yo, if this information is available there, it can be difficult to use. He posted on Twitter the de- degradation, let's call it, of slugging on barrels. It used to be like plus 800, then it was down to 7, now it's down like 600. So it just tells me we can't chase barrels anymore. Barrels are not the thing that matters, right? So let other people chase barrels, the new stat that they love so much, advanced stuff, blah, blah, blah. We're going to keep going. We're going to get that, like the optometrist, click, 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 click. We're going to zoom in to blast. So that's all blast is, is a zoomed in barrel. Let's look at the top of the board. These are players that, let's say, are unknown, but guys that maybe weren't as thought of, or maybe are legitimizing, or maybe guys at the top of sign that could be added so these we want to get through all of them top 20 that you may not have expected in blasts last three weeks you don't want to overreact to small sets is really all we got Patrick Wisdom Rowdy Telez Solaire Matt Chapman Renfro Michael Taylor Daniel Vogelback Corkstack crew member Trevor Story I probably should have left him off Dansby Swanson Colin Moran Christian Walker Paven Smith that was another one I forgot we were on top of Paven Smith he's been raking we had him first we added him for a dollar or two no one was interested he looked great he's been lighting up the X-Stat leaderboard Hassan Kim 
Eugenio Suarez, Brandon Drury, another one, we hit on that. Brandon Marsh, that was another one, early in the year, hit on that. Chaz McCormick, that was another one, hit on that. Go back and check the receipts. I talk a lot of smack, I have to spend a lot of time defending the big mouth. This is legit, we have the receipts here at Mayo Media Net, this is what we're doing, man. And if you're rolling with us, you are really been adding these pieces into your offense that people are like, what are you adding Drury and Brandon Marsh? And these guys are really helping your offense. If your other players are starting to pick it up, you're at the top of the board, so I've no that in my own fab teams are all doing very, very well. Rounded out with Fran Mill Race and Max Kepler. So there's a couple names. Again, you don't just hear this and go, oh, these are people that we chase. But usually for me, at the very least, it opens up the door to investigation. A guy like Wisdom, I know the strikeout rate is really high. Depending on your league settings, he could be viable. Guy like Hunter Renfro, I don't know, I've heard people talk about selling high. I'm not selling high. I'd be buying Hunter Renfro. He was one of my guys in my athletic article, one of our dudes here at Mayo Media Net as well. We did the video again, receipts, receipts, receipts. Kyle Moran, the average is low, but the stats are up there. Will the batting average come? He's a guy I'm looking at. He's getting opportunities every day. Remember to look at bad teams for these things. Now, let's get over to the other side. This is a stat not even a lot of people know about. It's fine. We've talked about it in the past. I believe it to be truly impactful, especially in this environment with the ball where we've noticed lift I, mean, I don't want to go off too far to the weeds lift is killing it right so lift is killing the ball the home runs we're seeing are line drives the balls we're seeing die are high flies this is all oversimplified but it's not just anecdotal the data is now there right we've had people just orders of magnitude smarter than me like I'd be lucky to serve them mini hot dogs at a wedding someday you know in the intellectual department and uh, again we've been stumbling on this stuff we we're, we're, we're right around the target right and that's why we get heat because you only get flack when you're over the target the reason why people give me such a hard time is because I'm challenging all of their priors you know and I'm making them think more so the thing we want to be looking at is not just launch angle this is standard deviation of launch angle again I know people hear it don't hem and haw. It's worth understanding because we're going to oversimplify it. Again, forget standard deviation of launch angle. Call it launch angle tightness. And just think of it as just that. Like the band with which a player hits the ball. If it's very wide, it means you've got a ton of pop-ups and a ton of ground balls. A wide ray off the bat, right? Really very intuitive. Makes a lot of sense. We don't want a ton of pop-ups and a ton of ground balls. We want the balls being struck to be in the tightest ray as possible. This is one piece of the puzzle. Then you really want to add it to the average, right? Because you want the tightest ray at the best level. But what this tightness really does define a lot of times is swing path, right? In order to keep it level, the ball square, generally your swing plane is pretty good. Now, we haven't gotten to these stats. Again, we're going to, and you're going to look back and say, wow, I kind of knew this already because I was rolling with John and we were talking about this stuff like two years ago. So that'll be the next wave of X stats. You're going to see swing stats come up next and you'll see that standard deviation of launch angle is very important in this manner, right? Again, none of these are everything, but this matters. Being in plane with the ball, being flat with the ball because you don't want to lift it. Again, almost like a pool ball. You want to hit the center of it, right? That's another part of it. These are players that hit the center of the ball to keep it tight. If you hit the bottom of the ball, it goes way up. If you hit the top of the ball, it goes way down. And if you don't know what you're doing, it does everything. So that's kind of a bit more of explaining standard deviation of launch. I'm going to do the best I can in, you know, just a couple minutes. So, got now this is just the top of the board because I want to give you an idea. The people that fit in here are really, really, really kind of the best like really good hitters you know Tim Anderson sustained 300 average Freddie Freeman the same interesting to see Fran Reyes sandwiched in there with Rendon Aaron Judge Pete Alonso right you'd expect 
Patrick Wisdom. See, now there is when I, you start to say, now, now he's, it was a, should we look at him to must investigate Patrick Wisdom? And so far this year, the players that have rung up on multiple lists have been ads. So we got to take a look at Patrick Wisdom. I know the K rate is there. We're going to have to look a little bit deeper in. And then we'll probably get guys, Adam Frazier, for example. I mean, yeah, he might be a guy that has a type, but it's on the ground. He's not going to do you much damage. Colin Moran. There's another shot for Colin Moran. Got to keep a look at him. We're going to look at Wisdom. We're going to look at Moran going forward. Gene Segura, one of the best hitters in the game right now. Castellanos, Vogelback, Luis Robert, Andrew Benintendi, Merrifield. So there you go. Don't freak out on Merrifield. I think it's coming. Justin Turner and Brandon Nimmo. So there you have all oh, these really, really good hitters sandwiched in guys that people are, have already discarded maybe too soon. So there's a couple of players to add. Um, or at least investigate. You know, I'm going to be looking into it myself. I'm playing in all types of high stakes, very deep leagues, and of course, injuries and the whatnot. So, all right, up on the board, it is the first look parlay and the betting board. And then we're going to get to a very quick lesson that I'm going through myself right now. Something, you know, I've learned from experience and you don't have to follow. And, you know, if you think I'm, I stink, you could fade me by all means. I, I'm obviously, lifetime, if you're fading me, you're not doing very well. But if you're fading me the past couple of days, you're doing pretty good. You know, you went through, you had some miracle wins, and such is life. So right here, I'm going to stick with what we're doing. Give me plus odds, and I like the pitching. Although, if you notice, man, I, I I was doing these parlays for full game to try and not overlap with my straight plays, and I, I thought maybe first looking by doing this so early before I do all the filters and the algo and all this nuanced stuff, lineups and weather, and all these things that must be factored, you know, that happen later in the day as we get closer to first pitch. I, I, I just intuitively felt like, oh, maybe... If, Maybe that's the way to go. Like maybe nine innings to give it more of a run to let the probability play out. And I'm just like, man, I realize I just hate nine innings. So I have five innings plays up here. Feel free to change them to nine inning plays. I don't. I wouldn't say, oh look, I did this and I didn't hit it. I generally think these teams are going to win. Usually my nine inning, the cutoff, like my my discarding of the nine innings, is because it just makes me nauseous. I just don't want the two hours of up and down weird bullpen usage makes you sick and sometimes you're up after five and again if you have the favorite and you're tied you can just take it in this case also if you're a singles player the reds well actually it's funny if you're a singles player and you've been playing our parlays you're doing you're making money because we've been hitting the majority but you're coming up a leg short yes there was another one a leg short you know three out of four we didn't get the angels on that one cardinals got rained out we didn't get the over on the mayo parlay so we've just been right on these but again if you're playing these because i, I try and keep them mal- uh viable you know and try and keep all the pricing because again you heard me talk about the tigers and the pirates before pricing is always at the center of success of this you know you, you're picking baseball games is, is good and it's great it's fun and you know there's a skill involved in it but let's not to get too married to outcomes and like how great we are when we're good or how bad we are when we're not and so it's to the board just really quick it's it's pitching you know i got overton over please sack please sack's kind of been a bit of a mess i really like overton he's our kind of guy he's a really my me and my boys call f5 heroes i mean you're just gonna get ground balls gonna be really boring you're gonna get double plays when it gets on he's been really really good cleveland's offense is not very good they're more into contact and effectively play right into our hands plus 140 is awesome price you could get plus money on the half run run line that's also a very viable play normally that uh, discrepancy is about 40 bucks or 45 bucks so if you can get plus 100 on the f5 rl cincinnati reds i think that one is viable also cashing on the tie without having to rely on the offense be nice if um 
Drury and Moran got it done for us today, right? Wouldn't that be nice? Little twofer right there. Then give me my boy, Logan Gilbert. Yeah, we got to beat the Blue Jays. It's a very tough slate out there. and I'm not into paying juice. So give me Gilbert. I think we have the edge over Berrios, who has struggled. Again, I don't think he's as bad maybe as we've seen, but he has struggled. The Seattle offense is not terrible. The Blue Jay offense is very good. They woke up a bit. We just got to get there through five. I mean, again, this is just what the game is. I truly believe we have the pitching edge, and I don't want to pay minus 225 for the other games out there. Trying to score on run lines has been difficult. Those are bets that you're more likely to see from me if you follow me through the day. Because those really take a more nuance, and those really take a nice touch. Me looking for a one run cover through five people make sure try not to jump on those early those you want the lineup because you really need the hitter because with only 15 outs that run truly is at a premium right take the push without knowing the info if you have the info then you know maybe you have that extra bit of confidence so give me seattle f5 plus 115 wrap it up boston minus 110 love evalde he just doesn't get the love he got same kind of situation here as Toronto going up against Houston that does hit. But Boston's starting to wake up. And again, I just think people overrate good offenses when it comes to really good pitching. We need 15 outs from Ivalde opposed to 15 outs from Urquidy. We have the Boston offense. Urquidy's been okay. He's been a bit touchy with the walks and stuff. And Boston is starting to hit. So I again, I just think we have a slight edge here. And I think the price justifies it. So you pack all three of them together. You're getting plus 864. Hopefully that will get that one home. And that'll cash us in for the week. Maybe pick up a bit of last week. Although I do not want to chase. It's never the case here to try and build parlays to cover the year. I'd rather eat an L for the week and have winning weeks eventually overtake that. Right? That's Again, I'm the most boring handicapper in the world. If you want pink handbags and things I don't own, you're going to have to go somewhere else with that. I do want to wrap up with a very important lesson, and again, it has to do with the worst part of this game, and it's losing. I'll be very quick with it. I wish you could say it didn't happen to me. It does. I've shown double-digit profits the last couple of years, so it's not to say this doesn't happen, and I think part of it is because of this. It's my reaction to losing. Um, I love to hoot and holler during the game. Make no mistake, I am like cool as a cucumber now because of the way I am. During the game, I go absolutely bananas as crazy as I can to kind of release the pressure from the valve after the third out happens. Let it go. Don't complain. Don't tweet. I mean, listen, if you're going to, you know, one little thing here and there, it's not a big deal. Don't turn it into a whole thing. Don't get caught up on it. Don't spend any of your emotional capital on the loss. If the loss is built up, emotional capital becomes more and more important. It must be protected at all costs. It is directly tied to your financial capital and your ability to make decisions. Okay, Don't let anybody fool you that that's not the case. The best trader and betters in the world have human emotions. I try and get myself to be as cold and computer-like as possible. It's, It's human nature. So I have found the best thing that I could do in my own control when I feel like outcomes which are not in my control are, I don't want to say unfair, unlucky, whatever, they're just not going my way. Again, I don't like to complain about them, I just, but I didn't get the outcome. So that's the fact. And when I don't get the outcomes after a process that I truly believe in, that I'm not going to alter based on outcomes that are wonky... I decelerate my risk. So I'm going to be doing that. This is the first time. We had another loser yesterday. Again, we never really get killed because I'm always within myself and I try and... I was 
But I even started decelerating this year. I wasn't up at the two and a half percent that I might have been. I was down near one and a half, one and a quarter because of the ball. We came out of the gate doing pretty well, and then we started to stumble. And I think I'm going to decelerate. So I'm going to be going down to a one percent risk. And if you want, I've done work at this athletic. If you're a subscriber, if not, hit me up on Twitter. I could see if I could pull up the chart if I remember. I'm seriously so busy. And it has to do with the road to ruin. Meaning, if you only bet one percent. You could have 10, I think it's 10, like, outright losers in a row, which very rarely happens. I actually build my, if you're noticed, if you're following the stuff on Patreon, you'll see I actually build these things so you really can't. So once I'm at 1.5 to 2%, right, 2.0 units, 2%, you might as well put a nickel, 0.05, or think about a small that, 0.05, 2.5% of the of the total 2%. You know what I mean? I know it's numbers on numbers, but this is how the professionals succeed. It really, these are the tools that will separate you, that separate the wheat from the chaff. It really, it really is the truth. And put that as reverse all of your main plays, right? So let's say just to oversimplify, you had four main plays. They were a half unit a piece, right? So you had 50, you have a 10K roll, so it's 50 bucks on each. You put five bucks on the opposite of those four outcomes, right? So you don't get caught up in reversing everything. It's not like that. You're not wishing poorly on yourself. It's just the math. So in the event that you went over four, instead of losing two units, those four might pull back 80, you know, 8.80 of it, you know, about a third of it or so, or more than a third of it. And again, you'll see how that, that really can work when you start to get into professional betting when you're counting units and stuff. So that went on a touch. We're right at that, up against it. So we got to get out of here, but I really hope that that was worth it. This is the stuff I'm serious. This is the stuff that matters. No one cares who's going to, I don't care who's going to win today or tomorrow. The last five minutes is really stuff you want to cut and clip and listen to in your sleep. Because when things get bad, that's when things get worse. And it's that's when really this matters. It's very easy to win when you get the bounces and you get the walk-off. It's very easy to win in cash checks and tweet emojis. It's it's how you react when things go poorly. And I'm very being very, you know, abashed about we haven't got outcomes. But I'm not, you know, like, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? We're, we're making bets that are within ourselves. The risk is responsible. We love the plays. They're fully backed up. We're doing write-ups, the model. Like, you know what I'm saying? The process is there. So you just got to let it play out. So I think that'll do it. Everybody. It's enough for me for one day. Please download the Jock Market app. You got to get the code MMN in there. $100 free. Tons of people have showed me the sign-up stuff and had questions. I absolutely love seeing it. You know, we're doing it every day. I was in there yesterday. We had all those Marlins. Too bad the Cubs kind of spoiled this. Dela Cruz was a huge return for us. And um, Avisel Garcia was a huge return for us. He had home run right off the bat. So, you know, just stick with us today. Stick with those stacks today. And if prices get high, just leave it alone. You don't need to go up. I've actually found the more robust my portfolio is, the worse I do. So I'm going to try and be more selective. Nothing wrong with that. And rather, you know, maybe if I'm, even if I'm going to spend the same amount of money, but focus it more on... I'm over-diversifying, and I think it's costing me, and I'm breaking even more than I want to. So, all right, that'll do it, everybody. Download the Jock Market app. Please rate, review, subscribe. Tag Patty Mayo on Twitter. Let them know how much fun you have in here and just how this show is just separating itself from the herd. Forget all those suckers out there talking about nonsense. Please, let them do what they want to do because that's loser stuff. We're going to do winner stuff. You and me, baby, every single day. Love it here, Monday through Friday, Cork Stats. And I think that'll do it, man. I think we're going to cash that ticket tonight. Come on, let's get this daily Don Parlay across the thing. When you see me post that diamond cutter, you'll know that we got it. So that'll do it, everybody. I catch you on the flip side. Remember, when you work this hard, it feels a lot less like luck, yo. Peace. 